This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of The Saturday Quiz. I'm your host, John Leary, and on this podcast, I ask the 10 questions from the quiz in the Saturday paper, and a different pair of guests each week try to come up with the correct answers. Joining me this week are two comedians who you can see at this year's Bondi Festival, which starts this week. One of them has a show called Gold, which explores spending almost half her life doing stand-up, and the other has a show called Collections 2023 which I'm assuming focuses on a much smaller period of time. Welcome to the show, Annie Louie and Josh Glantz. Hello. Hey, hey. Hi, you two. Thanks so much for joining me. Pleasure to be here. Great to be here. tell me about your festival shows. The festival started last night, Friday the 30th of June, and you're both on next weekend. Oh, are we at competing times? I'm at Ooh. 8.30, I believe. We are on You're- competing time, so listeners <gasps> must choose between <laughs> us. And and might I suggest that you make that choice based on who wins the quiz, That's baby. That's a great idea. <laughs> also, though, we're both on for two nights, so you can see us both, but I am a sucker for competition, so let's do it. Well, I don't normally make this a competitive situation on the quiz. You, you are usually on... The same oh, yeah, thing, that's true. and you just come up with the the answers together. But okay. if you if you want my listeners to you know choose who they come to at the Bondi Festival based on this quiz, then we can do that. Well, Absolutely. How, how else do you know how how else do listeners and audiences make a choice in this in this in this period? You know, we're inundated with comedians and content. It's only through competition. Yeah. True. Okay. True. Yeah. It's nothing we're not used well, to. Well, the good thing is that audiences can see both because you, Josh, you're on from the 6th sixth, sixth to the 9th in the mm. Yellagang room at the Bondi Pavilion. And Annie, you're only on, on the 8th and 9th. Yeah. At a which real is next Saturday and Sunday yes. at a real yeah, like what's barber this venue? shop. They have wow, bad lambs barbershop. Correct, and I looked at the floor plan, and the backstage is just a broom cupboard with Incredible! In addition to the floor plan, make sure when you get in before your show, you look at the floor, sweep up that hair. Yeah, sweep up the hair. I want to step on it. It can be very slippery. <laughs> it could. Hair can be very slippery, <laughs> and that's just my hair. I've got handfuls of it coming off all the time. It's too much. It, it is an incredible feeling, though, when you get a haircut to like. 
I really love picking up the hair from the gown and just touching it. I mean, it, you know, it's so it, it's such a great feeling of, of progression and renewal. Yeah, Josh, you're not coming to my show. That's too much. Okay, fair, fair enough. <laughs> On this podca- podcast, I ask my guests if they have a favourite piece of trivia. Do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? I'm full of random facts that will come out if you hang out with me any part of the day. But, I mean, I'm just looking at you two right now and I'm like, oh, you both have faces and noses and one fact is that the nose is the fastest healing part of your body so they'll choose that that's cool mm. the nose yeah nose skin i think it just regenerates a lot wow i okay. mean the more you question it the more i start to doubt myself and want to no, google no, it. I'm, I'm down with it I d- that's that's the whole thing i don't <laughs> yeah. i don't google it until much later yeah that's, yeah. Very, that's very cool um i'm i'm not thinking about um, how about how about this i love spaghetti bolognese how about that <laughs> <laughs> nice that is that's not a factoid we... that i've had on this on this podcast before and so. one that can't be disputed or fact-checked because yeah. it is what it is <laughs> That's right. Google's got nothing on me. <laughs> Excellent. Thank, thank you, Josh. Thank you, Annie. They're, they're both great pieces of trivia. Let's crack into the quiz. Great. Here we go. Question number one. What date is the middle day of a non-leap year? What date is the middle day of a non-leap year? I love this question. <laughs> it involves maths, <laughs> mathematics and I'm not feeling good. Not feeling great about it? So how are you going to work it out? Show me you're working. All right. So there's on a non-leap year, it's just a regular year. So 365. Correct. Um, and then the halfway point of that, what's 365 divided by two? Are we allowed to use calculators on this? Well, you, I mean, I'm, what am I going to do? Stop you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so bad at arithmetic. So that's 182.5. So if you start in January and then you've got to add 182. Yeah. Days. So you're right. There are there are 365 days in the year, which means that the 183rd day is the middle day because there's 182 days either side of that day. Yes. So you have to tell me what is day 183 of the year. You okay. guys are going give you very clue. well. <laughs> I'm, I'm still it, stuck on 30 days has September, April, June, and November. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's the next step. That's correct. Yeah. Okay, so January, that is the how next many step. days? 30 you, days has September, April, June, I'll give you a tiny little clue in that this day, the midpoint of the year, is coming up. Oh, well, that could be anything. That's really not helpful. <laughs> um, how many days in March? Oh, 31 as well. So January has 31. February. On a non-leap year is 28, March is 31, April, 30 days, 30 days, April. What's May? How many days in May, Josh? 31 in May. <laughs> Good. 30, 31 in May. Yep, um, and then June. If it's coming up, it must be past June, so we've got to do one more at least. 30, 30 in June. 30. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay, so when we, let's start so what, adding what that are you up. up. What are you up to? So on a, on, a, on a leap year, it's the 1st of July, but on a non-leap year, it's 30... Or, or opposite. Or you, you're very close. It is the 2nd of July. Hey. I stuffed it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I the quiz. No, that's good. The, that was very close. You were very close. July 2 is the 183rd day of the year or it's the 184th day in a leap year in 
our the Gregorian calendar. And yeah, 182 days remain until the end of the year. I feel like I jumped in and he would have got it and I just blurted it out. No, that's great. I don't even know how you figured it out. I was like three steps behind. (laughs) (laughs) Very well done. I'm giving you that. That was close enough. That was was good. All right, question number two. Whoa. What percentage of all water on earth and on and in the earth is saline? Is it A? This is a multiple oh, choice. Do you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that cool. Uh, uh, I'm just thinking that a cucumber has 99% water, but continue. Yeah, and humans are 80%? Something yeah, like something that. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Okay, is it A, about 97%? B, about 87%? C, about 77%? Or D, about 67%? So, what percentage of all water on and in the earth is saline, is salt water? Okay, so the rain that falls down is not salty and we, we're able to drink that. So, like, some lakes and mountains and waterfalls are not. So, how many of those would there be in the world? I feel like, though, that the ocean... So, so, so it's, it's how much water... What percentage of the water on earth is saline? That's right. Yeah, and and, and the highest per- the highest percentage was how much ninety ninety seven. I feel like it's the highest percentage because no matter how many non saline bodies of water there are, I feel like the 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 mass of that and the amount doesn't compare to the ocean. Mm. But is, is that an incorrect way of thinking about it? No, I reckon that's a spot on way of thinking about it because the the oceans are. Absolutely enormous. And, yeah, and glaciers just don't – you can't compete, actually, with – Although is a glacier – does that that count? Is that – that's like – Yeah, well, yeah, glaciers are freshwater. Okay. All right. Yeah. I did not know that. So over 97% of the Earth's water is found in the oceans as salt water – 2% 2% of the Earth's water is stored as freshwater in glaciers, ice caps, and snowy mountains, leaving only 1% of the Earth's water available to us wow. for our daily water supply needs. Wow, how are we alive? Wow. Isn't that amazing? And, like, all animals, well, not all animals, all land animals that... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're all competing for this 1%. Yeah, yeah. For, and, for fresh water. And it's not going to be long till they invent that invention from Kevin Costa's water world where you can drink your own urine. <laughs> I'm already doing that. There's an invention for that? <laughs> don't, don't we? Yeah, doesn't everyone? <laughs> <laughs> all right, question number three. The initials of the colour model RGB yes. stand for what? Red, green, blue. I don't know. Yeah. Easy one. There you go. Straight out. <laughs> I was like, cyan? Wait, that was not in the question. There's no C. No C. Uh, yeah, RGB. Do you know when that is used? It's, it's I, I know CMYK and RGB are the two and they're used, one's based on print yeah. media mm-hmm. and one's yeah. based on online media. Digital is, that, screen, is that right? Digital. Yeah. Yeah, the 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 RGB is is the screen or pixel uh, mm, kind of related yes. one, and yeah, CYMK is is used more for print. We're yeah, very familiar with this. I feel we always have to print posters and 
get our oh, right. real assets right. I've seen it on on Photoshop. Yeah, yeah, funny. Cool. All right, question number four. In cartoons, who is the arch enemy of Bugs Bunny? Um, uh, 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 it's not the rooster. Um, no, that's Foghorn Leghorn. The, yes. Um, oh. What's his name? It's it's. I, I can't help you, unfortunately. I don't I, watch enough Looney Tunes. Yeah, you. Do, ah, for, for my listeners, El, at home, Elmer Fudd. Very good, mm. Josh. I am killing it. You I are killing it. Go see you're Josh. All, you're all coming to my show. If I can just say, you're all coming. <laughs> Elmer is the right answer. Josh, for my listeners at home, Josh was uh, dancing around holding a, a invisible shotgun and uh, <laughs> taking what, on the persona of, that, of Elmer Fudd. That's what I needed to do in order for the name to come to me. Is it, yeah. it, it, it's interesting that memory and things like that work, work in that way, it's isn't it? Embodied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. See, it's funny, though, because I thought Bugs Bunny, you know, you could make an argument that, that Daffy Duck is Bugs Bunny's arch enemy because they 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 seem always to be competing at least. Mm. But anyway, but Daffy's not trying to. And what about kill the, him. that alien guy? What's his name? Oh yeah, um, ah, <laughs> oh, not Hans Molman. Um, <laughs> Can we get an extra point if Josh gets it? Yes, sure. You have what to do you do to your, yeah, trigger your, bedroom, your memory like, for this? Oh. Alien. You need to put like a massive helmet and just show yeah, your, your like legs. Yeah, like a Roman style. Yes. What was Al- what? Is what it, like Alvin or something? No. Oh, yes, yes. No, Alvin was. Alvin oh. was the chipmunk. Alvin was the yeah, chipmunk. But, but, but then there was like a parody where Alvin was a, was an alien of. There was There's some. Pa- Par- parody of that character. Um, oh. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember the name of of, of that. Damn. Oh, I'm someone yeah. that cannot let things go, and this is going to bug me now. All right. Anyway, <laughs> nice, good pun with the Bugs Bunny. Mm. <laughs> I don't, mm. Did you mean that? That's pretty. That's pretty good. Oh no, none of my puns are ever intended. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question number five. Above and don't look. No cheating. Because it'll be very easy to cheat. Don't look at your computer ke- keyboard. Oh, oh. Above which number on a standard keyboard would you find the asterisk symbol? Ah. <laughs> I'm going to say, <laughs> it's very I'm gonna tempting, say it? two. It's very close to the one I went right here. So, one, I'm pretty sure one is exclamation mark. Yeah, very, very right. Yeah. Correct. And I think the at sign. Might be two. I'm not. Yes, correct. Oh, maybe so it's three I then. I feel like it's either three or four. Um, no, you're way low. Way low. Three is the is hash the hashtag. Yes. Oh, when are we ever using that? It should be. <laughs> Did you say four? Did you suggest four? Could have. Could be it. Oh yeah, but I was it's just definitely talking. on I, the left I wasn't hand. Locking anything in. We're just talking yeah. through the answers. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Oh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's actually like eight. Eight is the right answer. Whoa! Yeah, yeah I just—it's like when you when you try not thinking, like not eight, looking yes. directly at the sun, like you're just like I gotta <laughs> look around it, and then the answer comes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's you know brilliant. we use it the most when we're trying to correct ourselves. Like at least, do you do this? Like you've made a typo, and then you hit an asterisk. I use it when I'm swearing. 
Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So <laughs> fill in the fill in the vowels usually. Do you know the uh, the asterisk is a very old symbol? Who, where did it start? Well, there are there have been asterisks found in cave paintings from roughly forty thousand years ago. Oh, they were swearing a lot, Josh, back they, then. <laughs> they were swearing. Yeah, blue murder. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah, I love that little tidbit. Yeah, so it it actually, well, it, it certainly predates the eight, so, yeah. Was it like a symbol for, do we know what it symbolised? Like, was it a symbol for stars back then we, or was it? it prob- look, probably. Um, we don't actually know. There's, there's around about um, 32 symbols that were, that have been found, you know, in caves all over Europe. So there's like little swirly ones and there's like an outline of a hand and there's all these symbols that that have been repeated. And, yeah, the, the asterisk is one of them. Cool. I, I've found that really fascinating. I, I thought that was incredible. On that note, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Annie Louie and Josh Glantz. We're up to question number six. Who was the youngest of the Bronte sisters? Who are the Bronte sisters? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Josh. Really? Oh, no. What have I just revealed about myself? Do, do, you don't know the, the, the English uh, r- poets and auth- authors, the, the Brontes? Um, no, but I do know the television show The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they definitely have used the Bronte sisters oh. as a uh, the source for a gag at oh. some time. So that, they, well, yeah. they were right. They're, they're, they're English writers. Yeah. So yeah. they were. So that they together. I mean, they they wrote separately, but together they wrote things like. Wuthering Heights. Yes. Ah, right. Jane Eyre and all three of them. There's three of them. The only name that Um, comes to mind is Charlotte, and I think she might be one of them, but I don't know if she's the youngest. You're correct that that is one of them. Mm. They wrote at a time where their books were all published originally under pseudonyms, male pseudonyms. Their pseudonyms, I'll tell you that, they all used the surname Bell, and one of them was called Curra, one of them was called Ellis, and the other was Acton. Oh, right? the, the Bell brothers, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so there was there was Charlotte, and she used the, the pseudonym Curra. So their, their pseudonyms oh, okay. yeah. had the same yeah. uh, initial letter. Is- so there was Charlotte, Emily, and you you what need to tell an a acton yeah so what's a what's a what's a oldie name? name starting with a yeah 
Annabelle. That sounds oh, quite just, good. Oh, just too. shorten it. Anna. Anna. Anne. 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 No, I should have known yeah. that because I find my name very frumpy. Like Anne, people think it, Annie stands for Anne, and I'm always like, no, no, that's the way. No, you're 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 an you're an Annie. I'm you're definitely an Annie. an Annie. Born an Annie, gonna oh. die an Annie. That's not, that's <laughs> well. Let's let's hope not. They all died. The the poor Bronte sisters all all died t- in their youth. Did it get them? Well, How did they die? Probably things like that. I, d- I don't know. They, but they were so Annie died. Uh, Annie Anne was the youngest, and she also died the youngest. She died Ooh. when she was twenty nine. Oh wow! Emily, Emily was thirty when when she died, and Charlotte was the oldest and died the oldest, aged but only aged thirty eight. Whoa! Oh, what a geriatric! Time, but they got a lot of shit done. They got stuff done. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. They, didn't have, they didn't have TikTok to deal with. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> they were kind of doing the, their version of TikTok, so they they had they published poems. Yeah, some and... of them are a bit saucy, as the internet is these days. Yeah, sure. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they were. I imagine their TikTok dances of um, the nineteenth century. Yeah. Very well done. All right, here we go. Question number seven: Ichthyology is the scientific study of what? When something gives you the ick. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh, it kind of makes me think of it with, like the dinosaur, like an ick to something. I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, di- why is that dinosaur why so it? called? But what, what does that one look like? Does it have a long is, neck or something? Is there an ick dinosaur? There's an, yeah, it's, the, the ick is I-C-H-T-H-Y-O-L-O-G-Y. So it's got to do with language, like the germ. And yeah, there is a dinosaur that I think it's like an ichthyosaurus or something like that. But it is so called, I I presume, because of what it what modern day animal it resembles. Oh, which will give you. You, you it, well, there's clear. only there's not many modern day animals that still resemble dinosaurs, except it could be a bird. So, is it a study it, of like a, a bird species or it's not birds? Okay, not birds. Al- alligators. But I will tell you that yeah. there are estimated to be over thirty two thousand five hundred species of this thing. Okay, Spiders? if you feel like it's water based, then oh maybe like amphibians and stuff are still related somewhat, perhaps. The dinosaur. Maybe even vast, vaster water things. Uh, so not 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 alligators or crocodiles. No, correct. Right, not alligators. Or water, like okay, like algae. But it, but it is it is something in the water. I I think it's staring you right in the face. Really, it's like the asterisks. Um, what's <laughs> what? What's in the water? What's marine the marine life. Otherwise known as. Sea fish. Life. fish. Fish. <laughs> it's fish. It's, it's fish. The, it's yeah. fish. is the scientific study of fish. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of got there. A very roundabout way. Yeah, you got there. So, you got yeah, there what eventually. The, well, what, okay, now I need to know what that dinosaur looks like. Does it have like a head like a fish? I think it, isn't it like a kind of big fish-ish kind of deal? Fish-ish. Mm. Maybe. I'm mm. not sure. 
To be honest, I don't know. Uh, that might have been a furphy for you. I, I've, I've not heard. I have not. So, yeah, so if you want to study fish, fish. then that. You're then an ichthyologist. ichthyologist. Exactly. Wow. And, and that's, obviously that's, that's a very broad umbre- umbrella. Yes. So if you if you go, oh, I just want to study carp, or I just want to study, I guess they specialise. Mm. I think there might be it's a pro- lot of fish experts out there. Sorry to have offended any that would listen to this podcast that we didn't yeah. know what you do for a living. Yeah. We didn't know what you what it's called that you do. Mm. Yeah. All right. Question number eight: In which century did the art movement? Dadaism. Oh, I studied this. Did you study Dadaism? Yeah, it would have been in one of the like the timelines of all the different eras and the Picassos and Cubisms and things like that. Um, What can you tell me about Dada? I definitely. It's in this like the previous century. It's not like old or anything. It's very. It's modern-ish. I mean, what I think I feel like maybe it was just before Picasso's time. Maybe like or even. So you say it's over the yeah. it's the nineteenth or the twentieth? I it is the nineteenth or the twentieth. I don't, I don't want you to overthink it. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Okay. Um, I'll go the fifties. Oh no, I don't need the. Oh, the, you don't need the era. The, what do you want? Decade. What do you want from I, me? <laughs> the twentieth, baby. Let's look. Yeah, twentieth. Oh, Leave it at oh, the twentieth. Oh, it's in which oh, yeah. century did the art movement Dadaism begin? It, the answer is the twentieth century. It was kind of well. A, a bit of a response to World War One. Yeah. You know, many Dadaists believed that the reason and logic of bourgeois capitalist society had led people into war, and they expressed their rejection of that ideology in artistic expression that appeared to reject logic and embrace chaos and mm. irrationality. Mm. There you go. Do you know that, any – are you familiar with any Dada – Artists? No, I can't name any names. It was it was pretty, like it was a, an art movement all over the world, unified, I guess, by the name, but practised quite differently in different cities, such as New York, Zurich, where it possibly started, Berlin, Paris and, and others. Tristan Zara was one of its kind of originators. Uh, but other artists included Hugo Ball, Marcel Duchamp, Max Ernst, Elsa von Freytag Loringhoven, George Gross, Francis Picabia, Man Ray, and Hans Richter. There you go. Nice. Great pronunciation yeah. as well. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, question number nine. What was the name of the submersible? that catastrophically imploded near the Titanic shipwreck last month, killing the pilot and his four passengers. Mm. The unsinkable. Um. <laughs> My news team is going to kill me because I can't remember and that's, like, all we talked about last week. Oh, really? <laughs> it was all anyone talked about Yeah. I can't remember either. Oh, was it the Titan? It was the Titan. Oh, nice, thank God. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Gonna, it was, was called Titan. Get fired from my news job. And <laughs> I mean, honestly, far out. What a uh, what a thing, yeah. right? I mean, the the tweets and the backlash on Twitter for everyone joking about it and then regretting that they I joked know. about it. Yeah, but I, yeah, I I I fall very much down on the on the side of you didn't know them. Yeah, like. We can make jokes about it, surely, can't we? And and that is kind of a 
that's a unifying thing. I know yeah. that it's, it's horrible for, for them and their families, but yeah. getting to go make gags, that's what we do. Oh, I think we can all say that it's like a loss of life like that is, and an unnecessary loss of life like that is tragic, but I think what people are drawn to is this this world that we live in where where billionaires spend money like this and this is this is a kind of it, it, it's just a very diff, it just highlights the, the kind of really different lives that people in this world are living at the moment mm. yeah 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 it, it it kind of ties us back into the dadaists right Re- thinking that reason and lo- the reason and logic of bourgeois capitalist society is mm. <laughs> leading people into well in their case it was war but in in these days it's it's a, a kind of it's theology uh, opulence or oh, yeah, theology. opulence yeah. or a, or a, yeah, unnecessary you know, a misuse of and... of funds really yes yeah. yeah yeah all right good i'm glad we solved that world problem yeah take that twitter <laughs> josh and i are dadas now all right we <laughs> yeah i feel like maybe you are we are up to the final question. Question number 10. It's a sports question. Are either of you mm. sports uh, interested? <laughs> Look, this, this is the Josh thing. Josh is Most pretty good guests... with a mime shotgun, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not duck shooting, unfortunately. <laughs> but here we go. Question number 10. Bazball, the aggressive <laughs> brand of cricket played by the English men's test team, is named after their coach. Who is he? And there's bonus points for naming where the second Ashes test is being played and the Australian player who scored the winning runs in the first test. This this is so out of out of my league. Yeah. No no pun intended. Um uh what Baz, I mean, sure, sure, like immediately we think of Barry, but that's like yeah. a very Australian take on the word Barry that I don't think you don't the, think people in the UK would use that? I don't know. Well, I, I will tell you this. The person after whom it's named is the English co- men's test team coach, but he's not English. He is he's a Kiwi. Oh, yeah. But Barry is not his name. Oh, damn. So so. We're, we're screwed for all the other questions because that was the first hurdle and all we had is Baz stands for Barry. <laughs> I don't I don't especially know why he he gets Baz as his uh, kind of nickname. His his first name does start with B. I'll give you his initials. They are BM. So we, 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 the question is guessing his name? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bernard? <laughs> no, this is going to be. We're going to be here all day. We're not going to get it. Is it? Is it, so is there any connection with Baz and his first name? Only the the B. Only the, the B that, it, the that B. his name starts. Ben. With. Gosh, am I just going to have to tell you this? You're going to have to just tell us. We did pretty well so far. We were. You have done very so. well up here, uh, up to this point. Mm. So his name is Brendan McCullum. <laughs> I've never even heard a last no? name like that before. So that would never have worked in a million years. Brendan McCullum. So M C and then capital C U double L U M. Brendan mm. McCullum. All right, the bonus points. Do you know where the the second Ashes test is being played right now? 
it's not in Australia. I don't, haven't heard. No, any. that's right. It's, it's a, on a cricket, a cricket ground in um, is it in is England. It? Oh, yeah, you know, what's the what, name of what's the big ground? famous one? Josh, you've lived there. <laughs> Help. I'm, I'm draw, I'm, Lords, is it Lords? Is the right oh, answer. Yeah. Very well done. Okay. And the Australian player who scored the winning runs in the first test also happens to be the current Australian test oh, captain. Oh, God. And his name is... Nicky Webster. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who's <laughs> still playing? Oh, I think it was P. like C are uh, his initials. <laughs> Pat. Yes, Cummins. Pat. Yes, Patrick Cummins. Oh, nice, Andy. There well you go. Done. Was in there. It was in there. That was fantastic. You guys did really, really well. I think. I think we we kind of. Uh, we, we're both equal. So viewers, you're gonna have to go to none of our shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you doing yeah. a show, John? I'm not doing a show. show. <laughs> no, no, just keep listening to my podcast. That's that's all my listeners have to do. Uh, but they should go and see your shows at the Bondi Festival next week. Thanks so much for coming on and doing the quiz. My brain is exploding with knowledge now. Thank you so much. This was, this was really fun. Thanks, John. Thanks. It's been Thanks, an absolute Annie. pleasure. See you next time. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you to my guests this week, Annie Louie and Josh Glantz. They will be performing their comedy shows next week at the Bondi Festival, but there is so much to see and do already. Go to bondifestival.com.au to see the full program. Thank you, as always, to Cindy McDonald for supplying me with the quiz. This episode of the Saturday Quiz was made on the traditional lands of the Durug people. I pay my respects to their elders past and present. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.